Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. This is episode 86 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. For today's episode, our topic is the Queens. Let's begin. Now we're halfway through the court cards, and as I mentioned before, Court cards are often considered to be one of the most difficult cards to master. Um, you know, it just takes a lot of time to get the hang of them. And there's so many different ways you can look at them. And, and really, you've got to be patient and keep practicing. You know, that's the only way that you're going to get comfortable with them. And with daily and regular practice, you're going to get it. Trust me. Now, and a brief reminder, the court cards can symbolize people that might be influencing your situation, but they can also indicate the energy that you're channeling or maybe the energy you need at the time of your tarot reading. And court cards, of course, can also indicate situations, news, actions, you know, all kinds of things that might be happening or need to happen. Always remember that the context of the question is gonna give you a clue as to what that court card is all about. All right, now having said that, let's get on with the queens. What are the queens all about? Well, in traditional tarot interpretations, queens symbolize females, but they can also indicate the things that we nurture or the things we're taking care of. Remember, our pages are the seeds or ideas, and the knights are the actions that need to be taken to get those things planted. The queens nurture those seeds until they begin to blossom and bear fruit. Now, because of the energy, uh, because the energy of the queens are feminine, you know, it's always so easy to assume that it means a woman in a reading. And as I said in the previous episodes, I always prefer to be as gender neutral as possible because any one of us at any time might be carrying a male or female shield. For example, if you're a woman starting off on, you know, maybe some sort of a grand adventure and you're, I like to say you're backpacking across the country, you might see yourself as the Knight of Wands, you know, so you don't necessarily see yourself in the feminine energy. So I want you to always keep that in mind when you're looking at those cards. Do not get too hung up on the gender part. You know, back in the day when Tara was first created, people really stuck to them rigidly because, you know, there wasn't a lot of diversity or inclusivity back in those days. And people also back in the days were all peasants or dealing with kings and queens. You know, things are much different nowadays. And most of us modern readers know that people identify themselves, you know, sometimes male, sometimes female, both, uh, non-binary, non-binary. I mean, there's so many different ways you can identify yourself. And we also recognize that there's different times where you're going to carry a male or female energy with you. And we all do have male and female energy within ourselves. You know, and different scenarios require different approaches. Anyhow, I know that is all kind of a little bit of a convoluted way of saying it, but you know, in short, don't get too hung up on the genders. I guess that's really what I would mean to say in a nutshell. All right, anyhow, let's go on. So the elements can give clues as to what characteristics might be present in each queen. 
So the wands symbolize the fire element, which means the energy is hot, it's fiery, it's passionate. The queen of wands, therefore, can symbolize someone who nurtures their creative fire or goes after their passions. She's sexual in nature, she lives life fully, her energy is honest, it's enthusiastic, and it's powerful. Now, if you're adding an astrology element to this, the wands would be Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius. Cups symbolize the water element, which means the energy is sensitive, it's emotional, and so creative. The Queen of Cups can indicate someone who is sensitive and intuitive, and they're deeply connected to their feelings, as well as the feelings of others. The Queen of Cups blends her creativity and imagination to make things happen. Now, um, I like to say the Queen of Cups likes to turn her feelings and dreams into reality. And I think Rachel Pollock agrees with that. She says in 78 Degrees of Wisdom, the Queen of Cups joins consciousness to feeling. You know, and oftentimes we do that. That's how we make things happen, right? Anyhow, if you're adding an astrology element to this, Cups would be Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. And moving right along, we come to the Swords element, and the swords symbolize the air element, which means the energy is intellectual, changeable, and maybe a bit unpredictable. Now, the queen of swords can indicate an individual who is logical, intelligent, and courageous. Now, in some tar traditional tarot texts, this was the card of the widow. And Rachel Pollock says, the queen of swords symbolizes experience of both sorrow and wisdom and especially the connection between them. I love that. Rachel's so brilliant. Um, anyhow, if you're adding an astrology element to this, the swords would indicate Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius. And finally, we get to the pentacles, and the pentacles symbolize the earth element, which means the energy is down to earth, grounded, fertile, and practical. Now, the queen of pentacles can indicate someone who is reliable, earthy, and shrewd. She lives by her own code of honor, one based on her values. She's good with money and highly creative. She's what I call my Queen Midas of the tarot world. When she nurtures her goals, she's able to manifest them every time. Now, if you're adding an astrology element to this, the pentacles would indicate Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn. Now, in traditional tarot, when looking at physical descriptions of the courts, the rules were this. Wands were red or fair hair with green or blue eyes. Cups were light hair with blue or hazel eyes. Swords are brown or black hair with brown eyes. Also, in some cases, I've seen this as white hair, particularly with the king and queen. Pentacles are often seen as dark hair with dark eyes and dark skin. Like I said in the last episode on knights, uh, you know, I don't go with those uh, descriptions too rigidly because, you know, I think they're quite limiting and they're not very inclusive. You know, I, again, prefer to work with the energy of the suits rather than those physical descriptions. It's too limiting. But of course, I do like to include this information anyways, because you know what? You might find that information to be something you can use. And hey, if you, if you like it, knock it out. All right. So Here's a fun tarot size, and I've mentioned this in the other court card episodes. If you're looking to understand the courts, find a way to relate them to the people in your life or famous people. 
For example, you might see the Queen of Pentacles as Oprah Winfrey, or the Queen of Swords could be your sharp-tongued mother-in-law. Another fine tarot size, tarot size would be to embody the characteristics of each queen yourself. For example, one day you might go into pure Queen of Wands mode as you make time to work on a creative project. While the next day, you might be the Queen of Cups when you're spending time with the people you love. See where you might be operating as each of the queens. And, of course, have fun with that. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. You can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free introductory classes for tarot newbies, the tarot coloring book, and hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and lots of other goodies for you to scope out. Enjoy. Thanks again for listening, and have a beautiful day. And remember to pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending. <music>